0: Welcome to a special Sapwood Cellars Brewery Showcase episode of Brew Battle. This is one that Rebecca's going to take the helm of, so I'm just here to drink the beers pretty much. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to talk a little bit uh, because obviously we both have a decent amount to say about Sapwood. Because if you've been listening to the podcast enough, you know that we did a excursion episode to Columbia before where we talked about Sapwood a few years ago. Then we did a second one going to Columbia where we talked about Sapwood Cellar. Uh, within the past year then we did a brett trials episode where we did a bunch of beers from them that were all different uh britannomyces strains in the same base beer then we did the hop oils oh yeah episode that was sapwood where they had different hop oils put in the same base beer so they've been featured enough so if you're not familiar with sapwood we have other episodes so you can just go to the website search sapwood And all the episodes with them, or that we mention them, will come up in that search. But this is the big one that we've been talking about getting to, that we're finally getting to. And disclaimer, the first two beers and the last beer we have already had before, and we're going to gush about them because we know they're phenomenal. The third beer is the one that we've never had before. So that's the only one we're going to be trying for the first time.
1: Yeah, roll the dice on that one.
0: And... We love sapwood, so we're probably going to gush a little bit about sapwood, and they're at the moment at the moment we're considering them our favorite brewery in Maryland, so yeah
1: out of out of what we've tried
0: out of what we've tried, correct.
1: there's a lot of breweries we haven't tried in Maryland,
0: but we've also tried a decent amount, yeah, so yes, so anyway,
1: okay, so like Carlin said, whoa,
0: whoa, do we do a what? beer first? Oh, okay, I need a beer over here. I
1: forgot that's what happens.
0: <laughs> I need a beer, dude. See, you see what it,
1: see, you see. What it's like being on the other side.
0: <laughs> no, the only reason I'm doing that is because that's what you do all the time. You're just like, I need a beer. Okay, so let's kick it off with one of the best light beers that we've ever had. Yeah, um, the Hedge Trimmer this is their Hedge Trimmer. It is what are they calling this? A British inspired summer ale. Now, this beer is in a 16 ounce can. It is 4.8 percent alcohol. So awesome. We've been watching our alcohol intake, so lower ABVs, great with us. Plus, flavor-wise, it's good too. Yeah. There you go, Rebecca. So you can get us started. Okay.
1: Very clear. Like a yellowish, orangish, more mm-hmm. yellow.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. Yellow, orangey. Yeah. Clear. It's nice to see nice, clear beer.
1: Nice big bu-
0: head and bubbles. Yeah. Decent head hanging out on top. Smell Just smells like so clean and so crisp. Whew. It really does. It, it's one of those very typical, like when you smell a beautifully crisp, clean beer that's light, that's what this smells like. But there are other notes to it. Like what are you yeah. getting in, in particular? Um,
1: Hay, honey.
0: Yeah. But they're all kind of like low grade. Mm-hmm. Nothing's punching you in the nose and overtaking anything else. It's kind of, yeah, it's honey and hay, like, on the same level. There's a little bit of, like, a biscuitiness mm-hmm. in the nose as Not,
1: well. Not, like, overly sweet by the honey.
0: mm Because
1: I don't like beers that are, like, overly honeyed.
0: There's a slight bitterness on the nose, but it's pretty low. It smells good. Yeah, it smells very good. And I think most importantly, like we were saying, very clean and crisp smelling, which is exactly what you want for a light style beer. And I'm assuming it's probably called Hedge Trimmer because this is something you would drink after doing yard work. Yeah. And I could see that.
1: It tastes exactly how you would think it would taste.
0: It's so good.
1: Like, this is one of those great beers where the nose matches the taste, which Mm. I always think is really.
0: That's what I want. There is more of, like, a grain flavor on the finish of it that I wasn't really getting in the smell so much. That's not a bad thing. It's a wonderful taste. I I love the grainy finish of it. you definitely get that honey. You definitely get that hay. I think you get more honey than you get in the nose and about the same level of hay as you get in the nose, though. And
1: you're right. There is a um, bitterness there.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a kind of, like, medium-low bitterness on the end. But that's nice. It's a, it's a really nice kind of accent at the mm-hmm. end of the beer that I feel like is very much at home in this beer. So, yeah. yeah it's good. This is an awesome, easy beer. I love yeah, it. Yeah, It's very good. So, go ahead.
1: Okay. So, like Carlin said, Sapwood Cellars is located in Columbia, Maryland. Um, I was reading a lot about how they very much were diligent in choosing their name. So, their name has... Ties together two sides of their production. They have sap for the fresh IPAs and wood for the acid barrel-aged beers. Nice. Hence, sap wood.
0: Got it. The sap and the wood.
1: Yeah. Um, It was started by co-founders Scott Janish and Mike Tomsmeyer. Mike started the Mad Fermentation blog and, like everyone says, literally wrote the book American Sour Beers, which was published in 2014. He was originally a recipe writer and flavor developer at Modern Times Beer in San Diego, California.
0: Oh, really? Modern Times? Yeah. I love Modern Times. I They know. have wonderful beer. Yeah. Oh, cool. I knew he had great pedigree. I didn't know about the Modern Times yeah. uh, tie-in. That's awesome.
1: Um, and then Scott gained gained his fame for a blog on the science of hops. So they both were known as, like, beer scientists and started as Mm homebrewers and kind of just got together and decided they were going to start a brewery.
0: And I remember a lot of excitement being around people hearing that they were going to be starting Sapwood, even before it was, like, really started. Just the announcement that it was going to happen and who was involved, because people were like, look, it's a dude who knows a lot about hops and a dude who knows a lot about sours. This place could be epic. So that was kind of the, the hype that was out there before they even started. And now that we've been there, and like we are saying, it's our favorite brewery in Maryland at the moment, you see so much interesting innovation that they're doing. Just one example I'm going to give, and we'll probably get into some other stuff a little bit later, but they did a Doppelbach Stout. Like, who's done a Doppelbach Stout? I've never even heard of that before. Wonderful beer. It was called Shadow's Blacker. Really tasty. Um, very interesting, too.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the beers I'll mention on there. They, they currently still have that on tap.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. This is a good beer. Okay. Oh, next beer? Okay. Next beer already. Anyone I talk? don't have a
1: ton of information. That's fine. Um,
0: They're young brewery.
1: Yeah. Um, so our next beer is one of their more famous beers mm-hmm. called Snip Snap.
0: Yeah, people tend to flock to the release for this one. People really want to get their hands on the Snip Snap.
1: And it is eight percent, and it's another sixteen ounce can. And I love on the bottom they all they all have date codes, and they all have something kind of clever along with it. What does hedge trimmer say? Uh,
0: hedge fund.
1: Hedge fund. That's funny. So snip snap says the can date, and then it says return of the king.
0: Cool. Nice. That's funny. Uh, and they also this year. Oh, did you say the ABB? Eight percent. Eight percent. Yeah. And this year they also did a Snip Snap Black, because they've done Snip Snap a few times before, but this year was the first time they did Snip Snap Black. It was good, but I just prefer the Snip yeah. Snap to the Snip Snap Black, so. it's nice?
1: Oh, I guess we could read what it is. It says what it is on the side.
0: Yeah, um, I was planning on going back and reading like the flavor text on them. But we'll do it after we do the Snip Snap. We'll backpedal and do... Or should we just do the Hedge Trimmer right now? Yeah,
1: we can do the Hedge Trimmer before we get too much into Snip Snap. Okay,
0: good. All right, so hold on the Snip Snap.
1: Back Back to to the Hedge Trimmer. trimmer. This
0: is what they say on the can about the Hedge Trimmer. Our take on a British summer ale, we used our usual House English strain, but rather than load up on citrusy American or Southern Hemisphere hops, we added just a touch of earthy Styrian goldings from Slovenia and orange-tinged East Kent goldings, from England. For malt, a blend of Golden Promise and Maris Otter creates a slightly biscuity fullness. Oh, we did say oh, a we little did say biscuity. biscuity.
1: No, I, I just was going to say about Snip Snap. It's a double IPA, double dry hopped with Citroën
0: Galaxy. Perfect. And then we'll read the flavor text after we smell and taste it. It looks like that juice broth. It's hazy. What does it look like that? That juice broth. <laughs> yeah, it's very hazy. It's like a yellowish, orangish. Yeah, I mean, and they do a lot of hazy IPAs.
1: And we generally like them,
0: though. Which is very out of character, especially for me. Yeah. Because typically, not a fan of the style. Oh my gosh. That nose is just intoxicating. It's just like the most vibrant, beautiful, like, lupulin you've ever smelled in your life. Very citrusy. This is this is another one of those times where I want to say I would wear this as a fragrance. <laughs> like the smell of this beer, I would just wear this as a fragrance without the alcohol portion of it, just the yeah, hop portion. Because you don't want to smell like alcohol, especially not at your job. Yeah, but yeah, you work
1: from home now, though.
0: Yeah, but I still don't want to smell like alcohol at my job at home. <laughs> I feel weird about that.
1: Your coworker, your furry coworker, Megan. Yeah,
0: she would get suspicious. Yeah, but there's so much robust citrus. Yeah, it's just so
1: citrus forward. Juicy orange, like juicy sweet tangerine.
0: Yeah, definitely get that tangerine. I get a lot of grapefruit going on in there, which is really nice. A little pineapple. So good. And there is like a little bit of a dankness coming through, it's like a slight dank note. Smells really good, really epically good.
1: I love the mouthfeel and the spirit; nice and full, full-bodied, juicy.
0: Now it's weird in an amazing way. It's got a decent body to it, but it also feels like it's so light.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? I can see that.
0: Like it's got a it's got a decent body, but it feels like it doesn't have a decent body. It's it's a weird thing, but it's a good thing. The flavor is very pronounced. And it is like that. It's a lot of like deep orange, deep tangerine like you were talking about. But there's a nice kind of malty sweetness that hits in there too that I'm really enjoying. And
1: there's a bitterness too. Mm -hmm. It kind of puts you through all the flavor.
0: Yeah. And the bitterness kind of kicks in like halfway through, I feel like, with the flavor and, and goes all the way through to the end of it. Um, it's not your typical hazy IPA, and I think that's why we really like the way they do the hazy IPAs, because they typically have more bitterness than you're used to with hazy IPAs. They don't have that gross yeasty finish all the time, and they don't get that vaseline note that you can get yeah. in those beers. And they always just have beautiful, vibrant hop flavor that isn't significantly lower in perception than what you're smelling. Because so many times we try these... Uh, hazy IPAs, and we're just like, that nose is amazing. And then we taste it, and we're like, eh. Yeah. I mean, it kind of tastes like the way it smells, but it's like way, way tamped down. They don't do those like that. Like, what you're smelling, you're going to taste it and at a good level. And that's what's going on with this beer. It's yeah. very good. And you wouldn't know <laughs> 8% either. No. I mean, maybe you could pick up on that because of the viscosity of it, but flavor-wise, you're not getting that. Okay. Yeah, what it say?
1: November 15th, 2008 was discouraging. An icy mix caused the scheduled food truck to cancel and beer drinkers to stay home. We sat around the tasting room trying to figure out how to let people know our six-week-old brewery existed. We discussed hiring someone to twirl a beer here sign. We've come a long way. As usual, we double dry hop, snip, snap with Citra and Galaxy, two of our favorites. They work together to create an immense aroma of passion fruit, melon, and citrus. A creamy backdrop and overloaded with oats and wheat.
0: I wasn't really perceiving the melon, but maybe that's where that sweetness is coming
1: in. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Maybe my pal—maybe our palates aren't firing on all cylinders. But yeah, it tastes amazing. That's the that's important fun. thing.
1: And then I wanted to point out all of their cans have a very similar theme.
0: Yeah, design design-wise, similar. Yeah,
1: like they have.
0: It's like a swipe of color. Yeah. Along the side. And they just kind of, like, change up what the colors are. But, like, the hedge trimmer, it's, like, green that kind of looks like it's, like, ivy like grown grass. on a wall. Yeah, so.
1: Um, And the Snip Snap is, like, blues and purples.
0: A little bit of, like, a burnt orange in there, too. Yeah. Their Snip Snap black can looked gorgeous because the, the label was a backdrop of black with the Snip Snap colors in its normal color, and just, like, the contrast of that against yeah. the black was gorgeous. Like, we wanted to love the Snip Snap Black more because we loved the look of the cans. <laughs> yeah. Which is typically not something we're into, but... Yeah. Yeah. But we just went with the regular Snip Snaps. Yeah. It's so good. And so then on good. the
1: side of all their cans, they have their logo, and I think their logo is very eye-catching because it's half an acorn, half a hop.
0: Yeah, fused together as one. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a cool logo, definitely.
1: So they opened September 29th, 2018. Um, They don't brew every style of beer. They say they're dedicated to perfecting a few styles, including hot forward beers and sour. They work really hard to try to find the right balance of variety. Mike Tonsmeyer said it's kind of like a restaurant that they don't serve every cuisine in the entire world, and I don't need a place that says we only have one thing on the menu.
0: But I think that... I mean, that is accurate. Like, they put out a lot of hazy IPAs. Yeah. A lot of hazy IPAs. And they've been putting out some sours, but they throw out other things here and there. Yeah. Like, I we mean, ha- they have... We had the Hedge Trimmer. They they had a Keller Pills yeah. that they put out before. We're talking about that Doppelbox Stout. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a coffee, uh, like a brown ale, basically. A coffee brown ale. So, like, they, they dipped their toe yeah. into other well, things. Well,
1: like, I mean, it's kind of like what he says. This is like, not every cuisine, not every style, yeah. but enough of variety where you're not just having one thing on the menu.
0: Oh, and they've also even dipped their toe into some hard seltzers as well. Right. Which, Although they're not doing a ton of those.
1: I think they just have one on top
0: each. Yeah.
1: We haven't tried it. Do we? Oh, we did. I think we did one once. time
0: we tried once and it was good.
1: Yeah, I think that's the only hard seltzer I've had.
0: But we just want their beer.
1: Yeah, we just want the. <laughs> we just what, want the beer. That's just what
0: you want to drink when you're there. You don't want their hard seltzer. You want their beer. So.
1: Um, and the the new hard, hard seltzer I just saw on social media is based off a of Paloma, mm-hmm. which has um like fermented agave nectar and grapefruit and lime.
0: That one is actually intriguing to me. Yeah, I think I so might too. want to try that.
1: Yeah, it does sound good. Okay, we're going to move on to the next beer.
0: Okay. So this is their Sour, and they always bottle their Sours, unless it's, like, a few of their Sours get canned. But most of these, like, the Sours that take longer, typically barrel-aged, those are the ones that go in the bottles. And we have enjoyed some of their bottles on location when we've been there, and then we took some home. There are certain ones that they won't sell to go, they're only consumable yeah. on premise. I wonder
1: how they decide that. But
0: Which the thing ones? is, the bottles aren't huge, though. So, like, between you and I, like, we can easily share them. I mean, what's the ounces on it? It's it's um, 500 milliliter. So, it's not, like, super huge. It's a baby bottle. But anyway, this one is their Bestagon. And this is a sour red ale aged in gin barrels with thyme honey added. And it is 8% alcohol. Does this not sound very interesting? Mm-hmm. Now, we had one of their gin barrel-aged sours before, and it was ph- phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, I remember you even really liking I it. I did. And you're very iffy on sours a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, so I'll be interested to see if I like this or not.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for this. I'm very excited for this. Because I think, from what we've had of their sours, I feel like they're very nuanced
1: they yeah, are they're very delicate very complex
0: yeah oh man this is, looks pretty it's like an orangish brownish yeah, like an amber i mean you can kind of see through it you can kind of see through it
1: lots of head
0: yeah and it's a little yellowish head because of the color of the beer
1: oh it smells so tart
0: Ooh, there's a good tartness on it let's see if i can get anything else
1: I can't get anything else. It yeah, just it's like that really lemony tart. tart. Yeah, that's all I'm getting.
0: I get a slight cherry note. Got
1: it on my yeah. sleeve.
0: I'm going to do the sleeve thing, too. Thank you, Sean Creel. I get a little cherry. Um, I could I, see that. I get the honey. There is that kind of sweetness from the honey.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I pick out honey, but I'm definitely perceiving a the sweetness.
0: There is a little bit of something coming off like a spice. I'm assuming that would be the time, but name. I wouldn't be able to pick it out right. as, a, as I don't, time. Yeah. It smells delicate, though.
1: Yeah, well, interesting to see what this tastes like.
0: I get. I also get a little bit of like a boysenberry on the nose as well, which is interesting to me. It smells really good.
1: Definitely getting the herb.
0: Oh yeah, it's really. It's kind of tasting a little like a Flanders red. Yeah, isn't it not? I mean, if it's a sour red ale. I mean, it's basically kind of what it is. It's like a Flanders rib. I'm perceiving the gin barrel. There's that little, little bit of like that juniper type flavor that gin has.
1: Oh, okay. I keep thinking that's the time, but it is probably the gin barrel.
0: I, I still perceive the time in there, though. It, it's very faint. It's like this quick hit of it. But then that's when the gin takes over. It's like the, the little hit of time and then the gin pops in. It's a lot less sour than I thought it would be.
1: Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. It smells... The nose makes it seem like it's going to be a lot more tart mm-hmm. than what it is. It also has very fine carbonation.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it almost makes it a little bit effervescent yeah. to a degree. Very bubbly. It's um very easy, in my opinion. I, it's way easier than I thought it would be. This tastes a little bit with some, you know, different flavor variations. A little bit like a Rodenbach, in okay. my opinion.
1: And this was eight, this was eight percent. Yeah, never would guess. That. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is tasting like a five. Yeah, to me. Yeah, agreed. It's very smooth. It's very easy as far as sours go. Super approachable. Super easy to put down. I like the little accent of the gin barrel in there. It's very nice.
1: This just isn't my style, so it's hard hard to impress me with a style I don't like. I like it. Um, I can appreciate that it has some good characteristics, but it's just not my favorite.
0: I'm getting a little bit of that cherry. Like I was saying, I was getting the cherry on the nose. I'm mean, getting a little bit of a cherry on the flavor. And a little bit of that boysenberry, too. It's a good beer. You like it? hmm
1: Good. You're probably going to be drinking the rest of the bottle.
0: What? That's fine.
1: Um. So I just... I wanted to take um opportunity now to kind of just talk about like the experience when you go to Sapwood, with that what it that is like. Yes. Um it's in an industrial
0: park as a lot of breweries are. Those are my favorite because usually parking is not a problem. Yes. So I was just
1: going to say so there's lots of ample parking. They have some snacks there. Um but they usually will have a food truck on the weekends, which is nice. Yes. Um they have Outside seating, but it's definitely a COVID. Limited. It's well it's a COVID pop up outside seating. Yeah, it's
0: just in parking In the spaces. parking spaces. Yeah. So it
1: wasn't like established before COVID.
0: Yeah, it's usually something like what, like six tables. Yeah. Basically. Yeah.
1: Four to six tables. I think there used to be six and the last time we were there there was only four. Yeah. Um but they added umbrellas which is nice for shade.
0: Oh, thank goodness. But yeah, cuz the, the one,
1: sun. Yeah, the one table is actually under a big tree which is nice cuz you, you get some shade from that.
0: So you want to be there first thing so you can get the one under the tree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um and then they have a decent amount of inside seating and they just yeah. reopened their bar so you can sit at the bar to drink.
0: Nice.
1: Um and then I think they have very nice bathrooms.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do have nice bathrooms. Uh,
1: and in the women's bathroom, they have feminine hygiene products, which I think is nice, um, like bobby pins, hair ties. They have paper towels and soap. Uh, that's always and it's always clean. Nice, which I think is important.
0: They have banana hammocks for the guys. No, they the just stop <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just felt like I needed to throw something. Like I was like, guys have something cool in there too. No, we don't nothing there's there's nothing cool in the guy's bathroom it's just a bad bathroom but maybe they could have like sapwood cellar branded banana hammocks for people to take with them yeah no
1: i don't think that would take off (laughs) um but what's nice is when you sit outside they give you table side service so you don't have to go in to get your beer which is nice
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and their staff has always been super nice super
1: nice and knowledgeable yeah
0: knowledgeable is the other big thing very helpful yeah definitely
1: Um, and then always lots of people there picking up beer when we're there. Yeah. Very popular.
0: Because did you have any, do you have anything down about their, their, um, clubs? No. So I'll just take the time to talk about that now. So they have two different clubs, the Sap Club and the Wood Club. And that's broken down kind of like how Rebecca was saying the name came about where like the Sap Club has to do with, uh, the beers, um, the, like, the main beers that are, like, hoppy and everything, and the wood club having to do with, like, the barrel-aged you know, barrel beers, the sours. So, two different clubs that you can pay to get into, and then you get, like, a certain percentage off, and you get a certain um, access, like, early access to those beers ahead of the public release. So, you can kind of, like, order online ahead of time, and they'll hold it a little bit longer for you than they would for the general public. So, um, we are actually a part of the Sap Club. Um, so, we're just doing, like, the regular beers. The Wood Club wasn't even available as an option for us. It was yeah, already it was sold, sold out. So, yeah. But um, it's cool. It's cool. I, I I don't know if we would consider not doing the Wood Club as well. Maybe. But their sours are good. Because I, 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 I just don't know that you would want to get in on yeah. it. Yeah. That's the reason I'm saying that. I would want to, but I don't, I'm not sure you would just because... Sours aren't really your thing, but the the sap club is very much worth it because it's everything other than the sours, basically. And you get, to, I think it's 10% off every time you're there. You get 10% off, like, merch and a bunch of the beers and any pours when you're bars. there as well. The only thing is bottles. It does not cover. You can't get percentage off bottles with the sap club. Yeah. But everything else. I mean, it, it kind of, I mean, if you go enough, it pays for itself. Yeah. It really does.
1: Um... What else was I gonna say? Something about
0: Sap or Wood? Or club?
1: I don't remember
0: now. Oh, they're uh, variant crawlers, probably. Oh, maybe. Yeah, so that jogged my memory. So they also do variant crawlers for the Sap Club every Wednesday where they post at six thirty like this specific link. That only people in the club have access to go to. And you can do a pre-order on some variant crowlers that they're putting together. And it's very limited. So sometimes it even sells out before everyone in the sap club can get a chance at it. Um, But, yeah, it's just been interesting things. That's how we got a hold of those Brett beers that one time and the hop hop trial ones as well.
1: But I think our favorite one was...
0: the Caracara cara stout.
1: Yeah, it was like stout with
0: orange. Yeah, it was like stout with Caracara cara orange. It was unfriggin' believable I think it was an imperial stout with Caracara so cara orange. That was my favorite variant we've had. I would like them to put that beer out again. Yeah. That was ridiculous. And speaking of ridiculous stouts. Our last beer. Is a ridiculous stout that they've done. Ridiculous as in taste-wise. Oh, oh wait. We didn't read the, the oh, back of the yeah, Vestagon. Vestagon. Sorry, that's on me. All right, let me read the back of the Bexagon, then we're going to the stout. Bees aren't smart, but through cooperation with each other and symbiosis with flowers, they have survived millions of years. Along the way, they discovered that Bexagons of wax are the best, most efficient way to store their precious honey. We added five gallons of Spanish thyme honey to this gin barrel-aged sour red to impart an herbal aroma that is perfect Mm -hmm. for summer drinking by the grill of winter drinking by the fire. By the grill or winter drinking by the fire. Got it. Okay. Sorry. Now moving on to the...
1: I know what I was going to say. I was going to say they have um, full pours or half pours.
0: Oh, perfect. Yes. Which is nice. Yeah, that is good too. We usually go and just get a ton of half pours. Because every time we're there and there's new stuff on tap, we want to try all the new stuff. Everything. Yeah. Because you really never know what you're going to love. Yeah. We've been surprised by stuff before where we're like, that could be okay. Like the hedge trimmer. Like, I, I don't think you even had interest in trying it. Yeah. And I was just like, I really want to try this Hedge Trimmer. And then we both tried it, and Rebecca's like, oh, man. Yeah. And I was like, yeah.
1: Because I, th- I think that, like, the style name, I was like, I don't even know what to expect.
0: Yeah, British Summer Ale? Yeah. Yeah, what is, what is that?
1: Okay, so the last beer we have is their Dripped, which is 12.4%. It is an Imperial Stout brewed with maple syrup and coffee added.
0: And this is one of our... Would you say that this is on the same par with that Caracara stout, or you think the Caracara is better? I think the Caracara is better. Okay. What about shelled?
1: I think shelled is the best.
0: Okay. We still have some of the shelled. And we considered, we were either going to put in the dripped or the shelled. I think in the end it came down to we wanted to do the dripped because that's what we were feeling like drinking right now.
1: And they don't have shelled anymore, but they still have dripped. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's another thing.
1: Um, But I think we've talked about shelled in other episodes, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I think so. I don't think we've had it all But at it, it
1: is their Imperial Stout with
0: walnuts. walnuts and and vanilla, I believe as well. And
1: you taste Unreal. the walnuts. It's so crazy. Yeah.
0: Unreal. This looks very dark. Yeah. There's a very significant brownness and to the And very dark,
1: very dark head, very yeah. dark beer. What's the ABV on this? 12.4. Yeah.
0: Their their Imperial Stouts are usually pretty high ABV like that. All right, smell beautiful coffee is this with vigilante
1: yes is it it is i don't think it's on there but it
0: is yeah when they use coffee they're usually using vigilante roasters out of hyattsville maryland they have really good coffee and that's a big thing using quality coffee in your beer you can't just use any coffee like folgers or something like that quality coffee makes a big difference yeah we well, smell just a lot of sick. beautiful coffee in there, and
1: you get the maple syrup too.
0: Yeah, you get, it, 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 but it's not overpowering because no. me being a person who doesn't like maple typically in my beers, only on rare occasions, um, it's there, but it's kind of just like a sweet accent. Yeah, and that's what I like about it. I also get a good chocolateiness on
1: the mm-hmm. nose. It just smells so
0: good. It's it like smells chocolate coffee.
1: It smells so silky and creamy.
0: <sighs> It does. That's a good point. I almost feel like I smell a slight marshmallow. Like, I can see it being a little marshmallowy. It's like a coffee marshmallow. Mm. Ugh.
1: And you get some of that chalky, it's a, a little, like, chocolatey, chalky yeah. ashiness.
0: Yeah, kind of like it's, um, like when you eat a a um, piece of pretty concentrated dark chocolate. Yeah. And it's like, it's like kind of dry and chalky. It's a little bit like that. Cause you are getting that dark chocolate. Yeah. Too. Not
1: in a bad way though. I feel no. like sometimes yeah. that can be perceived as a bad characteristic, but I think it works really well in this beer.
0: There's a really nice coffee. The coffee I think jumps out in the beginning and then it transitions to that kind of maple sweetness. Then you get a little bit of the alcohol perception with bitterness finishing out in the end. But Everything just blends together so nicely.
1: Yeah. You definitely perceive the booziness, though.
0: You do. You you certainly do. But this tastes like breakfast. Yeah. You know, it, it's got the maple syrup. And it's that's, got the coffee. It's that's nice.
1: exactly what it says on the outside. Oh, don't it? says, nothing says diner breakfast oh. like the mingled aromas of maple syrup and freshly roasted coffee. We bourbon barrel-aged 25 gallons of dark maple syrup before adding it to this massive imperial stout, making it even more massive. The recipe has less roast and bitterness to leave room for the coffee. The maple adds woodsy vanilla caramel notes that dance around the warm, baked, good aromatics of the coffee.
0: I I just realized that we're going to rank these, and that's going to be really hard. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be really hard.
1: So the last thing I'm going to do is just go over what they have on tap right now. Um, So they have their seltzer of um, the moment is... Uh, A seltzer with Cabernet Franc grapes.
0: Ooh, I'd like to try that. I like Cab Franc.
1: Yeah, they have a Goza. They have a pink Guava Goza. They have an Amber Ale. They have a Pale Ale, a Sour IPA, an IPA, a Stout with Cinnamon and Vanilla, which is their Sticky. They have Dripped, which is the Stout with Coffee and Maple. They have an IPA. They have a Hazy Double IPA. They have a Black IPA Double IPA. They have the Doppelbock, what Carlin was talking about. They have another double IPA. And they have an Imperial Stout with peppers, cacao, and vanilla.
0: I'm retrying some beer. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to have such a hard time, so. Their tap lists are always really awesome. Oh. oh. I'm just going to retry almost everything. I know what my number four is.
1: I know point. my number four.
0: Everything else is. The other three are up in the air. You, you already know your order? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I I just finished trying. You just put it in the order. That's my order. Really? Mm-hmm. We have the same order? 100%. Really? Yep.
1: Okay. So, Carlin and Rebecca's same order is number four, the Bestagon. Which is the Sour Red Ale Aged in Gin Barrels with Thyme Honey Added. Number three is the Snip Snap, which is the um, Double IPA Double Dry Hop with Citroen Galaxy. The number two is Dripped, which is the Imperial Stout with Maple Syrup and Coffee Added. And the number one is Hedge Trimmer, which is the British-inspired Summer Ale.
0: Yep, 100% agree. That hedge trimmer is mind-blowing. It's so good. With how good a easy, light beer like that is.
1: Low ABV, light and flavorful, so good.
0: We we bought a decent amount of that, but once we run out of it, I mean, we we're really sad. Yeah. And actually, we still have a can or two of their Kel- uh, Sapwood Keller. Which is also really good. Yeah. Which, yeah. But yes.
1: We have a lot of Sapwood beers at our house.
0: Yes, we do.
1: We're working them down, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working on it. And then once we get them down to a a good level, we will then go back and get Get some more. more. We're trying to be good. Because the problem is, especially being in the sap club, they keep putting out stuff you want to try. And you keep trying to tell yourself, A, you can't drink all that. B, it costs money. So (laughs) it's not like it's free. So rein it in a little bit. So you and gotta. And then
1: the, the hoppy it. stuff you don't want it to go bad.
0: Yeah, that too. But we usually don't have a lot of we usually don't get a lot of hoppy yeah. stuff because we don't want to have it you know sit, sit around. Too long. So the the other stuff's fine. Like we've had some of the shelled sitting for a while, but that's gonna be fine. Yeah, I don't want the walnuts to fall out though. That's true. Yeah. So maybe we should drink some of that coming up yeah. in the next few weeks because they'll put out more stouts like this dripped, which is I think the
1: excellent. um. One with the peppers and cacao vanilla, the Molade.
0: Oh, yeah. We I think it's their
1: last. They said that was their last stout of the summer.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So we should go try it. At least try it. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, as you can tell, we're loving Sapwood. If you are in Maryland or can get to Maryland where Sapwood Sellers is in Columbia, you should go. Like, there's no reason not to go. The beer is friggin' amazing.
1: Yeah. Check it's amazing. It out.
0: But anyway, uh, thank you very much. Let's just do our plugs. Check out the website, brutalbattle.com. You can see pictures of all the beers there, if that's what you're into. You can also check out all the back episodes, going all the way back to number one.
1: You can check out the pictures on our Instagram account, at Brutal Battle Podcast.
0: uh, You can rate us and review us. Please do that with whatever podcatcher you use. That really helps us out a lot. iTunes helps us the most, if you can rate us and review us there. Also, word of mouth. Let people know about the podcast, So we can kind of grow this community here of beer drinkers. Uh, Yeah. And uh, send us ideas. If you have any ideas of certain beers you want on the show or brewery showcases or any of that type of stuff, Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you just want to say hi.
1: Yeah. Let us know you're listening so we're not just putting this out there in the abyss.
0: We're also on Untapped. Rebecca C. And Carlin C. or Carlton Malibu or Carlin Cook. I think you can find me all those ways. Maybe. But check it out. <laughs> uh, cause we we do go to other places that we don't talk about on the podcast. So yeah. yeah. There's some of that stuff. But thank you everyone for checking this out. Thank you, Sapwood, for being as amazing as you are, and until next time.
1: Keep it brutal. I feel
0: so-